So yeah, welcome everyone. This is, of course, the Nico Nico Doki Doki Catboy Minecraft chat club today. Playing a little Minecraft. So you'll hear some weird sounds and things from the game, but mostly it's going to be Servo and I, some Lemon, discussing uh, various topics. Basically, here's how it goes. Here's my mantra, as quoted from Servo. Uh, I want to make you think. I want the gears to clunk and crash together in a way that makes you realize you need to add some oil into your brain through lubrication to allow the whole process of how things work up there run smoother. Add some future technology to the old machinations that have been put into your mind by tradition, and that's what we do. Me here, I don't care, and of course, Servo, what's up? Yo! Yeah, oh, man. Lemon too. And Lemon is here as well with us. Yeah, do you want to say as hi? Well, uh, yeah, so who knows maybe who may be joining us tonight. Who knows? Yeah, we might have some surprise guests. So, there you are. Yeah. I was wondering where you went. Yeah, actually, I, I got lost trying to find you. Uh, as as usual, we are playing a game as we talk, so mm-hmm. forgive any any <laughs> any weird sounding. Those of you who are just listening to the audio, you may be wondering, like, what's going on? Jack may start just screaming at one point. That's true. It happened sh- before. I, I try to edit out the screaming, actually. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Unless people uh, want that. Do they I want see, this I see you found my sand pit. So the first topic is pretty light. I was watch I was listening to the last podcast, uh the newest one. I be- I believe it's the newest one still. Yeah. And, with and Ra- I, Ra- Ragu. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was that one. Yeah. And I was um taking notes of just things that I noticed or heard thought were cool. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, like I said, the f- first first one's pretty pretty simple. But he goes into like describing like uh, like selling your house right now and like yeah, like what what is what are some things you want like in a living room like with quarantine and stuff like oh well you want like a green screen room and a place where where you can stream you know and, like do your zooms and everything and like I was like dude wouldn't that be crazy though like if like one day you like moved into a house and they're like oh and, like oh, we heard you're a streamer yeah like well here's our like stream room that we have like set up yep. <laughs> it's got like nice air conditioning right in your face i don't know what oh, would yeah. you what would you want in like a like a the perfect stream room like what would you have in there oh i mean yeah for me the whole room would be lime green <laughs> and it would have built-in uh adjustable uh lighting rails in the ceiling so i could attach oh, yeah. and detach and move different lights and of course uh one of the walls in my opinion would probably be just like a full wall of just nano leaf, one the full nano leaf wall, uh, which is eventually actually the goal for the wall behind me right now. I right. do want to get enough of the canvases so that they just completely cover the wall, or at least a portion of it. There you go. That is that is definitely part of my my dream dream room. Um, but yeah, I mean AC is super important. Um, <laughs> I can't tell and, you how many times, man. And, so uh, my chair. you know, some sort of soundproofing. So when I'm yelling late at night, Batsy's not like, what the fuck? Shut the door. You know, like <laughs> it's got like a door that shuts automatically and it would have like a, like a, like a clear, it would be like glass, but you know, sound insulated. So right. that, you know, I, I could, I could see her out there and she could wave or whatever, but 
then she wouldn't be hearing me yelling at the top of my lungs like I'm Quevel Cop or something. Serena, we're talking about our dream stream setups. Yeah, soundproofing is always a solid uh, choice. Welcome, Sweetie. We're talking about our dream setups for streaming. Um, but yeah, Serena's going over the ones you already mentioned. Um, good lighting, soundproofing. I don't know how many how many screens would you would you go with because on, I'm not like super big on having a ton of screens, but I feel yeah. like there's no negative to having more. Like, at what point do you stop? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so funny. I mean, like I have two. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, two. Would you go for three? Would you need three ever? Um, I mean, it would just be nice. Um, I mean, like the thing is that like I only have two screens, but they're really big. Like they're like, I think they're like twenty-seven inch or something, and so they yeah. cover like a huge area in front of my desk. And so like I don't really like, so I could just split those in half. Like whenever if I like, I could basically go to four screens. I can yeah. split them in half, and they're still decently sized to like do work and stuff in. Right. But I mean, yeah, having one like extra above that has like just has chat or just has like like right now I have um, my podcast notes on my phone. So there's always right, like I, I right. feel like there's always like an extra screen you can have somewhere. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, I could put there's there's something I could find that I could put on it, you know. Mm-hmm. It would make some something easier. And I mean, right now I run three because I've got the laptop, which has got the screen that's attached to it. Right, um, right, and then I run my games off of that laptop, so that one's it's got a dedicated screen just for whatever game I'm currently playing, and then I've got my my uh, my OBS uh, PC, which is it's just just that, just for OBS, and that's it. And um, so you know that's the setup that I run. I had thought about at some point putting another. Like maybe even a TV, just a TV on the wall, and mm. and that would be just just chat, just up there on the wall, as <laughs> opposed to having a screen that's built in. Because right now I have it built in to OBS, where I have the the preview and with the uh, uh, with OB, the OBS, the Twitch chat next to it. Okay. So you know, I, there's a couple different ways that you can do it. I've seen people that have got like the vertical screen for chat. Yeah, for different yeah, things. yeah. I, I mean... If you had hundreds of chatters, maybe? I mean, exactly. Like, I don't, I don't feel like I need that much... Uh, I don't need that much screens. Like, I've got enough. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, like, one extra one just for the chat would be probably the most I would do. And then, and then I, I like having my phone nearby. Because I, you know, I'm always doing things on my phone anyway. So having my phone right. just here in, in my lap or whatever so that I can use it is plenty. I was like trying to figure out where the base was and I was like kind of wandering around. And then Haru and and Lemon just walked right by me. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, what? where did you guys come from? And That's so now funny. I'm following Lemon and hopefully she's taking me somewhere useful. I think she's taking you probably to her base. Oh, if okay. I had to guess. That's fine. Question says he would want to get two screens. Yeah. yeah two screens and how many phones would you use? Question. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. I'm dying. 
Why are you dying, dude? Stop dying, bro. Dying in what sense? It's funny or? Yeah, that's true. We need that. We need more context here. Okay, I'll try. Oh, I see. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Imagine if you were looking at a house and they were like, "Okay, you know, well, what do you think?" And you're like, "Well, you know, I don't have anywhere to put like all of my stream setup." And they're like, "What is stream setup?" You just, I would just walk out. I would just be like, "All right, <laughs> you obviously have no idea how to how to sell a house." In these times, so right in these times, just very true. Face. So one thing that I wanted to to touch on again, which is I kind sure. of already brought it up the other day, but we were talking a little bit about how the the pandemic right now and the mm -hmm. situation that we're kind of in, where you know a lot of a lot of social media outlets and news outlets. They're all kind of saying the same thing, which is like, hey, just in case you didn't know, which we know that you do, because it's literally everywhere all over the world. Um, the pandemic's still around and you got to wear a mask. And you got to social distance. Mm. And it's kind of like a broken record, uh, which is not a bad thing because some people need that. As we found out, they just won't obey the rules unless you literally slam it in their face. Like oh, yeah. before you walk into Best Buy, there's a sign that's painted into the ground now that says mass required before entering the store. And if you try and go in there without a mask on, they will like stop you. And it's, it's kind of funny because, you know, I didn't think it would get to that point. Although I knew that it was going to get to that point, you know, like you just know the nature of human beings, especially, uh, people in from Florida, <laughs> just, like uh. resistant to wanting to do anything that the government is like, hey, just just so you know, this is a good idea. Like we got this this hurricane that's that's passed by. And luckily it wasn't bad. Nothing, you know, nothing crazy really happened here where I am in Jacksonville. Mm. But, you know, it could have been bad. And, you know, no one no one went out and cleared the shelves of toilet paper or any of that, you know. Like everything was pretty pretty calm you know in terms of recent events like that was it was pretty tame um but basically what i'm getting at is that uh one thing that they were discussing that i totally agree with is that to a certain extent exposing yourself to that much stress via social media mm. because of how much they're talking about it yeah you're actually making yourself more susceptible to okay. getting COVID-19 and or any other sickness because that's how sickness works is when you're stressed your body is less resistant to these negative things that can attach themselves to you the eye is almost on me yo sweet tea man what's up man um, and I just think that it's it's so funny because they use this kind of analogy uh, that there's a demon in the room <laughs> Don't freak out, but there's a demon in the room. Right. And if you don't freak out, he won't eat you. But just so you know, he only eats people who freak out. <laughs> <laughs> don't freak out, but don't freak yeah. out, but there's a demon in the room that eats people that are freaking out. So don't right. freak out. Yeah. So it's I mean, it's just easy. Hey, what's up, Haru? Hey, Haru. Hi. No, I was just 
Like, yeah, okay, just don't freak out. Yeah, yeah. No <laughs> so no easy, so easy. Especially, so, like, when, I don't know, you have, like, manic depression or right. some sort of, yeah, psychological disorder. And that's, and that's where I'm, that's where I'm, that's where my mind goes. It's like, so then how do you treat this? How do you prevent this anxiety and these feelings, right? And that's where Duncan comes from this uh, multi-dimensional spiritual arena. There isn't just, like, one thing he seems to ascribe to. Right, um, right. So, like, how do you deal with this? Is there, you know, is there kind of a meditation that you can do? And every, for everyone, it's going to work differently, right? Right. Uh, is there any kind of medications? Is there things that aren't medications yet that maybe, like, you could be taking that, um, you know, is illegal according to the federal government? You know, like, what's going on? Yeah. And um, basically what... How are people you know, coping? Yeah, basically what they came to that subject with was a discussion about the person that he had on the podcast was was suffering from manic depression during the pandemic and actually got oh yeah he, he admitted himself and you know he said it was a very fruitful experience for him and unlike the first time which he had a very uh a very kind of comical story about how the second time you go to you know to one of these uh psychological therapies it's a lot easier because you kind of know what to expect. And oh, the first, yeah. The first time from someone who already has like issues in that realm, it's very, very disorienting. And he's like, I wish they had some sort of system or some person that was like, hey, just so you know, welcome. But also, this is going to be like probably the exact opposite of something that would usually help you because you're going to be in a place where like, for example, we have color coding and you're going to yes. think that that's some sort of puzzle for you to figure out. That's going to determine whether or not you can get out of here or when you're going to get out of here, but it's not, it's just helps us organize things. Right. And he was like, I wish somebody had told me that going in. And I was like, Oh my God, that's so funny. Oh my God. Sweet tea. Typing in the chat says uh, COVID nineteen doesn't exist. Oh gosh! Which is of oh, course a, a troll. He's he's trolling. Yes, <laughs> but in the in the most common the common way nowadays, which is just to just to deny it. If you deny it, it'll go away, right? Right, guys. Um. But anyways, Jack. The reason I brought that up was I was kind of kind of wanted to see what your thought was about like. Well, what do you think about this kind of idea of uh, if you if you do damned if you do damned if you don't right 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 social media situation yeah and so I think what it what it kind of comes down to is um, you know obviously you want to be informed right yeah but like how kind of addicted to you are you to you know these ideas and things on social media so like when you see a story that says um oh this person's canceled or this covid thing's happening or these different hashtags do you like have to click on it you know you're just like oh i gotta find out what's going on mm-hmm. or, or do you are you able to sort of resist it and can you control that urge um because that, that basically it's gonna end up driving you crazier right like just uh, exactly not yeah. literally but it's gonna just make you make you even feel worse right like you have to keep your health in in mind is what you basically in. yeah and i totally agree with that that's just one of those things where you can't let you get the better of yourself you have to basically start practicing that mindfulness you know that a lot of people talk about I just killed myself um that a lot of people talk about 
we're talking about mental health and, and COVID. Yeah, sweet tea. Um, just making sure that you're basically in control of your stress, which is not easy to do, but it's something that basically to survive right now, it's like almost becoming a necessity. Oh, yeah. So I just thought that was kind of kind of cool. I'm also I'm also kind of interested in the whole idea of like okay there's this there's this uh, pandemic that's going on right and yeah. you have all this stress and all these things but like people still are looking for relationships right right so you have people who are forming communities online and doing games and stuff like we're doing and people doing mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff so just imagine what it must be like though right now like if you were dating to just like never actually meet the person. You know, just be like oh, meeting yeah. in, in like video calls and like uh, maybe even even like doing like a date with like a, with a video call where it's like you're eating together, but you're not actually together, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like people are having Zoom dates now. I mean, that's right. definitely a thing. Um, kind of interesting. That I hadn't really thought about it. Right. But yeah, for sure. That's uh, I mean, the, the main concern right now is, of course, you know, being around people who are sick you know that's obviously the the uh the major issue with even just doing regular which people consider regular dates and stuff yeah so um i didn't i had i hadn't really considered that but it's it's interesting because i mean shit i haven't dated anybody in 11 years yeah (laughs) I was talking to Panda, and she's talking. She was saying she was in VR chat, and I'm like, oh, yeah. like maybe yeah. that's the way. That's the way to go. VR chat, you know, virtual reality. Kind of, yeah. You can go anywhere. Make your avatar whatever you want, or not make it yourself. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever you're and, into, man. You know, that's actually really funny that you mentioned that just now because I have a note here. Watching, and this was not something that they talked about. It's just something that I kind of arrived at by both mm. watching the midnight gospel and listening to them talk about a couple of different things, but I forget it was something interesting that he said, Oh, he said something along the lines of, um, at some point, And when he means by at some point is like before this life, which is again, yes. kind of a big idea, but follow along with me for a second he's saying like before this life before he existed his and he believes you know that we all share this universal soul and you know we're a lot more than just our our ourselves our flesh and blood beings we have like a almost like a reincarnation type of deal that's going on and if you watch the midnight gospel you actually see him do this in the cartoon and when i say him i mean clancy he will insert himself into an avatar and that's kind of a representation of what we do as as universal beings as we choose our avatar before we live our lives you know what i'm saying so basically what he's saying is like yeah at some point i chose this 
like hairy flabby you know like ugly like <laughs> he, he, he always goes on about like how long his nipples are and yes like that. yes yes and it's, does. it's like yeah he like at some point i chose this i don't know why i would be like uh long short nipple yeah let's do long nipples this time and like that kind of shit yeah <laughs> and like that kind of thing but you know i was thinking about it and it's kind of like you know when I play games like World of Warcraft and or like cho- even just choosing skins for oh. Minecraft, like you're kind of Im- you're kind of putting yourself in the same position as you as we were all in before we started this life. You're kind of saying, I, OK, what am I what am I going to be? What am I going to do? You don't know really how it's going to go. You might think that you're making an orc rogue or whatever but the reality may be is that you never get past level five because you meet this cool guild that they convince you to just stay level five the whole time and you know it could be anything and you know it's i just think it's so interesting the way those two things coincide is that in that video games and it makes so much sense to me too why i like the idea of rpgs especially it's because you get that that power of a of a god where you're just you can be anything you want you know you just you know what i don't like this guy and you just kill him delete his character (laughs) you know choose a new race choose a new you know thing and then and then think about it from this point think about it like if there's out there right somewhere in in space or beyond space another dimension who knows there's basically somebody who's you know thinking about man you know this servo guy is not really what i imagined maybe i should re-roll <laughs> oh no space <laughs> you know? yeah yeah exactly and they're just like they're just you know space waiting for the right space. opportunity you know they're waiting for the next expansion to come out so True. Like, 5G's you know coming out soon. They're just like, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go with a different class next time. You know, screw this guy. I've invested so much time in him, but you know, yeah. I'll sell him. To, I'll sell him to some, uh, you know, so some other dimension uh, being who's like farming gold or something. <laughs> yes, the gold dimension. That's all they care about. They all they, all they do is they they make gold farmers. It's easy sell. <laughs> those, it's are a, the, those are all the billionaires. It's an easy sell, honestly. You can sell so I sold so many bodies to the gold dimension. (laughs) Kind of just like the the idea of choice, right? Yeah. Um, you get to you get to make a choice, and whatever you want to call that. But being able to make choices feels good as a human being, even when they are not like real choices. You know, like people that they manipulate you through advertising and other systems and those kind of manipulate you into thinking you have certain choices or certain choices better exactly. than another choice yeah you have this illusion of choice in a lot of situations so the idea that you could play a game and you'd be like nope this is my choice I'm playing this game uh-huh. I'm going to choose this class and no one's going to be able to control me yep. and then Very that's, that's of course if you don't believe in fate which tells us oh, that yeah. you already made that choice it was predestined for you to to, to choose, and even if right, you right. went back and forth three times and changed your mind, and nope, that was all. The you, you the universe of you already knew that that was going to happen. 
and I think kind of in a similar vein, there was something similar that was going into that, like that idea of choice, and also I think COVID and everything kind of like doesn't encapsulate, but kind of uh, further uh, gives some more detail on this is uh, oh. Uh, is they talked about this idea at one point about the the numbness that's sort of injected in you by living in this illusion, right? That you have choice or that you have freedom and all these things. Right. So, um, so as long as we believe that you know we're you know we're living in a society that has rules, um, and it's all held together because people believe there's rules, like <laughs> that's why it's together, not because the rules are keeping it together, because people ag- like seem to have this agreement about the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, morals. So, yeah, you have these morals. Um, that uh, there's this there's a certain numbness to that, and you're like he's like, oh, I'm just gonna wake up tomorrow. I'm gonna go to go work. That's how society works, right? I don't have to worry about anything because exactly. I know how society works. And then you're kind of like, I'm gonna be fine because I'll be alive tomorrow. And then you kind of lose out on some of the expectations and feelings and things that you should share with other people. So I, I said this earlier, but one thing I'm really working on this week is telling friends and other people that I love them. And that's kind of like a hard thing for me to do. And I think part of that is because it's, it's like, well, why do you need to say that? Like you're, you're going to be alive tomorrow. Yeah. But of course, but, are you? <laughs> there's, yeah, there's no guarantee actually. It's just something, right. it's an illusion that you live with that everything is going to be fine. Yeah, and um, uh, to be honest, you you definitely caught me going through that last week. I was thinking <laughs> about the same thing. I don't know if you noticed, but I was I was being especially like open about how much yeah. I appreciated uh like the collaborations that we've been doing together and I mean, honestly, uh, outside of the stream and a, a lot of the people who are watching right now already know this, but Jack and I spend a lot of time together uh in, on the internet talking just talking about all kinds of different stuff before stream after stream during stream in chats and other people's chats and other people's like, you know while we're playing go you know like there's all this time that that he and i connect together and it's really i i this is what i was explaining to him last week is that it's super valuable to me because <laughs> It's like one of those experiences that it is just once in a lifetime. Like if I didn't spend that time, then I would not be I would not be having the conversation I'm having now, obviously. But also, um, you know, I just I, I feel like my life wouldn't be as rich. You know, like uh, obviously there's there's more than just you know the the people that I know here on Twitch. You know, like we all have our real life friends and people that we interact with who are not necessarily our friends or what have you. So that's all like it's all part of the the game, so to speak. You know, like if you wanna if you wanna enjoy life, then you should let those people who are part of your life know that you enjoy being around them. Absolutely. I think it's just a simple thing to forget. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's kind of funny too because oftentimes you'll you'll say, hey, you know, like thanks for hanging out and people will be like no nah, you know it's no big you know like i wanted to hang out and obviously they do otherwise they yeah, wouldn't yeah, yeah. hang out with you or maybe they're trying to get something out of you and they fake it mm-hmm. <laughs> but um you know the giving that happiness to other people too i feel is is not only self uh self-gratifying is that the word i'm looking for it makes me feel good yeah. when i tell other people and i get that reaction but also you know that sticks with people 
you know? people who matter i think yeah 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 i mean yeah i can tell i mean on every week on stream i tell everyone who's watching how much i appreciate them i don't know if they realize how true that is like i'm i don't I, just say that but it's yeah it's like from the bottom of my heart like the people who support my channel and my art basically it's like they're like my life blood But I think I think just by saying that you kind of reveal something about yourself too, like w- whether whether or not it's like 100 percent believable, like the fact that you're willing to take a moment to say that out loud, you know, hey everybody, I appreciate you. Yeah. Not every streamer is going to do that. Um, you know, it's kind of funny that you say that that because again, we you and I have watched a lot of people, and have you ever watched somebody? who doesn't say like hey guys thanks for being here thanks for watching yeah yeah i mean that happens every like most streams but at the same time like it's different like when what like for example when i watch tartarus tartarus is a great example because his personality is and you know no nothing against tartarus is actually one of the things i enjoy about tartarus's stream tartarus has got one of those like personalities where he goes from being uh your typical cs go toxic mike guy <laughs> to being one of the most like honest and like appreciative people that i watch on twitch you know yeah. he's like thank you guys so much for being here and you know just from him saying it doesn't have to necessarily do anything in addition but you know that he means it and you can like see it in his face. You know, you can, you can tell that about a person. So, you know, those people who they just say, Hey, thank, thanks for watching guys. This, you know, there's a, there's a difference there, you know? Yeah, there is. <laughs> and I don't know. I, I mean, I'm sure it comes from a lot of different things, you know, inexperience or maybe just, you know, a lot of people get, uh very into the the action of doing the stream and they forget to you know kind of connect with the people who are in the chat maybe that's not as important to them which i guess that's fine if that's your that's your uh your bag but you know to for you and i like those people like for example lemon and haru who are just basically sitting here quietly listening to us blabber on. <laughs> like right, that's, right. that's very valuable to me that there's people out there who are interested enough in what we are doing to to be a part of to in in just that capacity and uh and i'll go ahead and say thank you like, thank you right now to lemon and Harley, yeah. especially uh i don't know if you guys i'm sure you have but i don't know if you guys have heard jack and i like sing our praises for especially lemon who <laughs> watching somebody else's stream and then started like getting interested in what you were doing with the rp she's come up a couple times all this beautiful art and it blows me away yes and and yeah and question who like just out of nowhere was just like you know what i really like this guy and i'm gonna do everything i can to support servo and you know he's like my number one streamer and he tells me that all the time and i'm just like it chokes me up a little bit. Yeah, I, I can't believe that there's somebody uh, out there who's like, "That's my, that's my favorite streamer," you know. 
That that fucks me up, bro. I hate those little. I I I don't. I don't hate them, but uh, I don't usually like those little like quote things that people post. You know, um, like a picture with like words on it and stuff. Yeah, but th- yeah, there yeah. was one that was like you are that said like you are someone's favorite artist or you yes, are someone's yes. favorite musician. I, repo- I reposted that one. I remember oh, seeing it. Okay. And reposting and like, it and being like, dude, I don't know if that was the one that you saw, but I definitely like when I saw that, that the, that was one of the first people I thought about was question. And that's just like, oh my god, it kills me. It kills me. In the best way. Like kill me more. <laughs> Yeah, 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 and it. There's um, and the the kind of crazy thing though, like I said, is like um, you you don't know that person. Sometimes you don't know that person exists until they say something. Right. That, that's right. why it's so important. I think it links back to saying something to somebody that you appreciate them because they may not even know. They may think, oh, this person doesn't say anything. Maybe they don't appreciate me when it's the opposite. But it's just scary to share that sometimes because you yep. don't know what reaction. Sure. Yeah, especially I mean, it's like it's like we were just talking about dating someone. Like imagine you're on a Zoom call with this girl that you just met on Tinder and she's like, I want to do a Zoom date and you guys have this this great time and blah blah and then, you know, the next time you text her, you literally just, you know, you're basically just taking your ego out of yourself and just holding it in front of you and going, Hey, I care about you and when they don't <laughs> text you back you feel like they just reached out and just went and just <laughs> right in front of your face. And, and then when the, all the little drippings and stuff of your ego came out, they just held it up above their head and let it drip <laughs> into their mouth while they just, you know, oh, just embarrass nice. you to the, the, the most extent possible with such, and it's so easy. It's so easy for them oh, to just yeah. be like, Oh, I care about you too. Or to just, ghost you and not respond and make your day just like that's like the worst day ever you know like uh, that's all it takes <laughs> it's fucking wild how how fragile we are <laughs> sometimes it's true and i th- i think kind of the craziest part and what i like most about this podcast is the exploration part because i think uh, especially from like my perspective like I thought that stuff didn't matter, you know, to me, I was like, oh, I don't have, like, I don't care about those things, I don't have the feelings about this stuff, that's yeah. just how I am, and I was like, and you realize, so another topic they discussed um, on the podcast is a great diversion by me, Hey, um, was basically, like, when you wake up happy, and then, like, that becomes, like, normal, and so, like, then what is happy, once, like, happiness becomes normal, then what's the next thing that makes you happy? And then they talked about this isn't a problem they have. And they, they, they were kind of like joked about wishing it was a problem. Like what if you woke up and like you were just happy all the time? Like how does that feel? Like does it just feel normal at that point then? Like what do you do? So like I don't think I'll... <laughs> I thought that was a really interesting idea. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Well, I mean, okay, you tell me. what What would you do? I feel like that's kind of how I lived like a lot of my life for a long yeah. time. It was just like every day was good. I don't feel I don't feel anything. Like whatever. I had good food and I played a game. I'm good now. Nothing else I want. Uh, right. And I think it kind of created like this this barrier in this sort of space this this space that you thought was safe 
that um, nothing could hurt me in this area. But then you realize nothing has any depth to it as well. Gotcha. Um, and so I think in some ways, like, I don't think... I, like, I don't think... I don't know if you can, like, truly be happy all day every day. Like, it's just not going to happen. Because, like, if you really experience life, you're going to have some times that aren't good. Yeah, yeah, it's all... It's all peaks and valleys, right? Like, yeah. Can't just be... Yeah, I feel like that... That question is kind of hard to answer because, yeah, no one's ever their happiest all the time. There's always something that's going to make you go, uh, you know, that's just that's just reality. Like, existing is that, for example, you always have that. It's like we were talking about the one time about how um, trying to be conscious of the present moment, being in the present moment, is very difficult to maintain because there's always going to be something and usually it, it's our mortality. It's just, oh, my back hurts or I got a headache or, you know, there's always something that's going to happen that's going to make you feel not your best. Mm. And when that time comes, it may not be like the worst thing it may not you know really affect you that much but it's gonna affect you and you're still gonna have that that feeling regardless of you know how much money's in the bank or right you know, whatever so yeah i mean i mean for me i don't know like i i that, what that makes me think of is like okay what if i just was able to go my my whole life or at least the re the near future without having any like feeling that I was getting old. Cause to me, that's okay. the thing that back to, to reality very quickly. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Ashley. So what you need to do is in the game, you'll see this menu. It'll look different. Cause I might have a texture pack on, but click on Minecraft realms. And then you'll see this envelope up here. Click on that. And you'll see an invite for me. And then once you accept the invite, a server will pop up and it'll say the infinite path, eco-conscious living, which by the way, in case you guys didn't know, my realm is very eco-conscious. In other words, it the realm is meant for you guys to explore and play survival and have fun, but it's not meant for like just pixel art or for anything like that. Like I would like to try and keep the world as much the way that it was when it was generated as possible underground you guys can make whatever you want I, as long as you know it's underground but yeah no like huge towers to the sky there's a rules uh that's pinned in the discord he has a special so system that eliminates rules, animals for him it's uh, very interesting in there. and honestly it's an I could it's do basically it. just a little challenge for everybody to try and you know do what you want to do but within the the rules, the self-imposed rules. So, if you have questions, feel free to ask me. It's all good. If you can't abide by the rules, no big deal. I just pay you. Easy, <laughs> quick, quick and clean. Like like getting fired. Putting your job. Yeah, yeah. Making except more time for the RPG. Except I quit you. I quit you. <laughs> That's intense. 
You don't get to quit me. I quit you from me. <laughs> so another interesting topic that came up on the podcast. Yes. They bring up one point of like, um, basically like sometimes you have these moments in your brain where you're like, why did I think that? Or like, why, why am I doing this right now? And they use actually, um, smoke addiction, smoking addiction is one of those actually. Mm -hmm. And oh, what yeah. they, oh, so what they Very said familiar. is, um, being aware that you're having this feeling or you're doing this thing is actually like the first step to like fixing it. Just being aware of the problem. Cause that's what you do is you make it a part of, make it a habit, right? Oh, I always smoke after lunch. So it becomes yep. instantaneous thing that you don't even think about. And yep. that becomes this, in this uh, behavior that you can't you like, I can't change it because it's a part of you. And so just by recognizing <laughs> yeah. it and then saying, Hey, you know what? I'm doing this thing that I don't like that I'm doing. And then you, you, that's it. Like you're just noticing it and just being present in that moment. Oh yeah, and, absolutely. And, Mm -hmm. and you know that and it's funny that you mentioned about the smoking because when i listened to that that's yeah. exactly what happened to me wow from smoking i was having this you know where usually i would just smoke and i'd be like oh i feel good you know like i feel relaxed now but instead i wasn't having that normal chain of you know uh emotions where I was like, okay, I, I ate now. Now it's cigarette time. Oh, now I feel good. Okay, now back to whatever I was going to do before. It was eat, have a cigarette. Why do I feel bad? And I started having to ask myself this question of what's what's wrong? What am I doing that's wrong? And like slowly, basically having to like, you know, uh, experiment with okay if i don't smoke cigarettes does that fix it and sure enough it it was okay so then i was like okay now i need to i need something else to replace that thing that i do right after i eat or i mean shit i was smoking cigarettes after a meal before a meal uh you know like sometimes i would like before work uh right after work you know i would just sit outside before i got in the car um, and then as soon as I got in the car, I would smoke a cigarette on the way to wherever I was going. And, you know, it was just like a, a thing that I did while I was doing other things. Yeah. And so then when I started streaming, I was like, well, I don't want to stop streaming or take a break just to go have a cigarette anymore. So that, that like basically the, the pleasure that I got from streaming replaced the cigarette and then after a while i was just like no i don't need to go have a cigarette which of course bassie like she smokes okay. still like to this day she smokes so now you know at that at that time and now it's not that weird but at that time she was like all right you want to go out for a cigarette we just got done eating and i'm like nope and she's like what <laughs> you know it was like really weird for me to be like no i don't need one because mm. again, for her, it's like just a normal thing to. Now we're done eating. Like, let's go outside and have our cigarette together. Yeah. Social aspect. Yeah, exactly. And it was like almost like a thing that we did. Yeah, like oh, like I would light her a cigarette if I knew she was coming outside, you know. Or you know, I would make sure I picked up cigarettes on the way home. Whereas now, if she wants me to do that, she has to like ask me. 
she has to go out her way to make sure that I'm gonna go get some for her. Got it. Yeah. But yeah, that was something interesting for me because there's definitely been a lot of uh, moments and different things that I was like, man, like, why do I do that? And I, and I was always like, well, I guess it's not going to change. And it's kind of like, that's the first first step, you know? Yep. Recognizing it. Yep, absolutely. But yeah, that's basically how I quit was streaming. <laughs> you know, so to actually kind of jump off from that, that yeah, thing jump. topic. One thing that I was that I made a note of earlier this week was I, I don't know if they talked about it on the podcast or if I just kind of came up on this own. Probably a combination of somewhere between. Uh, one thing that I noticed that for me is really pretty big, uh, like a good little tool that I big that seal. I either use or inadvertently use sometimes is like this incremental like increase. Like doing things a little bit at a time, and I think it kind of goes along with, uh, yeah. You know what? They were talking about this a little bit. I feel like they talk okay. about everything. Right. You can't, you can't really bring up something and be like, no, nope, that was never talked about on that podcast. <laughs> they really they hit on all kinds of different stuff, and yep. a lot of it's all connected. But what they were talking about was in relation to the the folks out there who right now are saying. Oh yeah, don't worry. Like you know, everything's gonna be back to normal in, in like three weeks. <laughs> and how bad that is for your your stress, your, you oh, know, your, yeah. your uh, mental health. Because basically, what you're doing is every three weeks you're disappointing yourself. You're yeah. not. You're not hitting that goal that you thought that you were going to hit of everything's back to normal now nope it's still the same and the people who are are smart or at least more interested in at least being like kind of truthful with themselves are saying no every it's going to be like this forever and should things change for the better then it's like a pleasant surprise mm. Which I, I honestly, that's kind of how I've always felt. Like I often have set myself up that way. Like no, like not to be a cynic, like or everything is uh, right. But like no, I'm pretty sure this is going to be the norm for a long time. And then, you know, one day I'm sure someone will develop a vaccine, uh, and things will start to get better. Maybe it'll be too expensive or whatever. But things will start to change. And then, you know, maybe a couple months down the line, we start seeing a, finally a decrease in cases. Uh, and then eventually, you know, the, the cases will be, you know, you'll be like, oh, someone got someone got COVID again. Like, you hear about so-and-so got COVID? That's weird, you know? Mm -hmm. Whereas now, it was like like the other day when we were talking about Herman Cain passed away. Right. And I was kind of surprised by that because I used to listen to him on the radio and celebrities passing away from COVID is not really like a thing that's been happening a lot. So right. for that to happen to someone that a lot of people know of, it's still pretty weird. Right. And I was taken aback by the fact that that happened to someone in particular that I had like, that like, for example, like my dad and I used to do these mm. road trips 
and we would often often listen to talk shows on the radio and he was one of those people that would pop on especially when i think there was another talk show host that when he would step out you know like go out of town or something herman Cain would take his place okay although he was a conservative like the guy was really intelligent and you know That's i always cool. you know i always like to hear the opinion of everyone mm-hmm. i'm not just one of those people that likes mm-hmm. to like pigeonhole myself into one That's what yeah. we do here yeah so i you know i was like oh okay well you know let's let's hear out what what this guy's got to say and i you know again i like seeing another way of thinking and often like i kind of uh adapted a lot of those like better wiser points to my own you know way of doing things so i feel like something like that is kind of interesting but anyways what i was getting at is they said like especially from someone who like me who i've kind of recently been realizing that i suffer from a lot of symptoms of adhd those little incremental increases are better for me than trying to return to normal all at one time. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, how often does that ever happen? Ever with anything? <laughs> Never. Right. It's always right. like 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 physical therapy. Same thing. You mm-hmm. break your arm. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna feel okay mentally because you know that if you take care of your arm. And it's going to take time, but eventually that arm is going to get better, at least within reason. But people who suffer the most are people who have like, like for example, people who have MS, because it's continuously getting worse. And that's actually yeah. even worse because they don't have that in- incremental increase at all. They actually mm. have something that's bothering them now, and they know that over time it's going to actually you know, get to the point where it's going to be so bad that essentially you can't do really anything. Right. So the the mental aspect of that is very heavy. So I just thought that was interesting, an interesting outlook. I don't know if you've dealt with anything like that, but I mean, have you? I mean... I can, I, I, I'm kind of like the, I'm kind of like, I just jump off, like, I'm not a cliff, but I like to jump off and just dive into things. Yeah. And so I become like obsessive. So when I'm looking to change something, I go, I, I go often like too far. And that's just kind of like my personality. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, for, like, like, for example, like I was like, oh man, you know, I wouldn't mind losing like a few pounds and. Like I wonder what this, um, what this like meal replacement shake thing is, and that is like dead. I like I just like dropped. It. Like, I got to stop eating like normal food for a while. Like was just doing shakes. Like yeah. that was it. Yeah. And, and it's like that's just normal for me, and like it's like a challenge <laughs> for me to like do all these like I I, I take it or, like skateboarding right. Like I, I skateboarded like every day for like over an hour for like two weeks like straight. And yeah. like my knees were all bang, like my shins are all banged up, and like all these bruises everywhere. And it's like I can't do like it's really hard for me to do incremental change. Yeah. And uh, so it's kind of like the opposite for me. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. And people always like friends and stuff are always like, like oh that, that it's always doing something crazy. You're always always doing something 
something that's way out there. But I think with the COVID stuff um, and dealing with change and incrementalness of it, um, I'm kind of wondering like what is going to resonate, what's going to last, because it's kind of like, will anything ever go like back completely to normal? Like you know. Um, yeah, I mean, how, honestly, I don't, I don't think yeah. so. Only because, I mean, if you think about it now, the way everybody thinks about bacteria, mm -hmm. getting sick, uh, you know, like now, I mean, think, think about it. Like if, if you got the flu two years ago, you would stay home from work, mm -hmm. maybe one or two days while you were sick. And then as soon as you were feeling well enough to go back to work, mm -hmm. a lot of people would just go back to work. Yo, welcome, Sander. Thank you for the Zoom effect. Or um, you don't even take the day off of work. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're just at work feeling like shit, just pushing through because... Spreading you your disease. Work. Yeah, and you could potentially spread that. I mean, you're doing your best to, to not, but you wouldn't be wearing a, a mask. You nope. wouldn't be wearing gloves. The other people around you would not be wearing the same type of you know thing they're not going through bottles of hand sanitizer and sanitizing the areas around maybe a little bit you know because like Depending for example around job. flu season you know things like that kind of amp up a little bit but it's gonna be like that for everything there. i think things are gonna go back to normal maybe not really soon but i'm pretty sure it will maybe we'll have gotten some lasting tendencies out of it, like wearing masks when you're sick or, you know, things like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, using hand sanitizer and stuff more often. Tons of mm -hmm. places around here, and there are, there are, like, no cases. It's, like, almost nothing. But all the shops have, like, little things with hand sanitizer. and Nice. Like, yeah. And, like... And alcohol wash right like that. i'm just wondering like if this is going to happen like every year basically not to like this extent but there's going to be like oh like like the seasonal flu like becomes something right. that people actually like worry about as opposed to oh, like eh, well, it's fine. i mean because that is actually like that's more lethal than covid so yeah maybe people will open their eyes too well yeah covid this is the this is the 2019 <laughs> version so this is season. um Xander says he, the uh, first time. he's got a, a pond and he just replaced all the water in it with hand sanitizer that he stole from McDonald's. And I think that that's very effective. That's a very effective use of resources. Yeah, yeah, that was a part of my plan. Do you remember my economic plan of just never, never buy anything? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a very, it was a very amazing plan, by the way. I won't go, over, I won't go over the details again. <laughs> Communism, right? Just yeah, yeah, basically. Well, yeah. it was yeah, it was taking.